triggered. Welcome. I'm Steph and Lou, and we are two cousins from the Bay Area that have a podcast all about healing. So welcome. We're so happy welcome. that you're here to join us. Yes. Before we get started, we have some expectations to go over. Um, these are not expectations that you necessarily need to follow, but they're expectations um, for ourselves and the community that we're building. So all are welcome. Show up and be authentic and say whatever the fuck you want. Period. Just say it. <laughs> we're Just here do for it. it. We're here for it. That's what we live by. We will be doing that. Yes. My aunt today even told me, she said, wow, you have a sailor mouth. <laughs> Girl, indeed. She said, I, I wish I could cuss like that. Say what I want. <laughs> say what I want, Lou. <laughs> Yeah, yes. you can do it if yeah, you just like put your mind to, to it. Go for it, girl. <laughs> Auger. Um, but yeah, today we're gonna kind of do something different. Um, we're gonna talk all about basically like describing different things in our life in just one word. Yeah, one word description. Kind of like simple. Yeah, kind of like simplifying it. I'm excited. Um, our quote for the day is, "You find your voice by using it." Word. It's so true. It's so interesting. Yeah. I think it's that way in kind of everything you do. Like, everything. until you just start doing something... Literally. You're not going to figure it out. It's so true. Like, if you just think, think, think... Same with, like, you know, like, your words. If you just think about them all the time, but you don't just start saying them, you'll never know who agrees with you. Or, like, if you want to, like, learn how to play an instrument, but right. you never pick up the instrument and try it... Yes. It's a, like, that's it's, a good analogy. It's never yeah. going to happen. Right. Never. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're just not sure how to use your voice... You just start using it. Just start talking. You just start talking. Speaking to things that no one cares about. Peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Who cares? You know? Or even like us. Like, we we decided to like, oh, let's start a podcast because we want to work through our own shit. (laughs) Yep. And we, like, have loved our healing journey. Yeah. And we want to invite other people into their own healing journey. Yeah, it's true. It's hella true. And then into this space where, like, we can be a community because we're... We're working on our Bad shit. Bitches. <laughs> Bad bitch community. Period. Uh, my cat Pepper is sitting in between us right now. So yeah, we have we have special we guests. All tonight. the bat bitches. Pepper, you're our first guest. Welcome. <laughs> Don't say anything. She, she said, said no. I'm. Good. She's like no. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll go. Uh, we'll get started into it. We're gonna talk about five different things. Um. We'll go ahead and get started. The first one. Uh, so how would you describe yourself in one word? So if I was going to describe myself in one word, I would say headstrong. Yes. And a lot of times people like that kind of like people have like a negative connotation when they hear that word. Right, like stubborn. Like stubborn. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm very determined and when I put my mind to something, I do yeah. it. I was going to say, you're very, um, like, strong-willed, too. Like, yeah. Like, you're just a strong person in general. Yeah. But, like, powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually, ta- we were talking about this earlier, how, like, there's times where, like, we'd go to a grocery store. So, like, anytime in, like, other yeah. aspects, right, in her life that she wasn't able to have her voice, she would find her voice elsewhere, right? Yeah. So, if she couldn't resolve arguments in other situations, she would pick them somewhere else, right? <laughs> Word. So it's like when you're always beat down, then you yeah. like you want to have that voice. A little piece of you will put your you voice out in random places. Yeah. yeah. And so we were talking about like recently that she, and especially like in grocery stores, because um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm super just like scared. Like I'm very, scared. I'm very timid. I'm very timid yeah. of like confrontation because I, I genuinely just don't like having issues with people. And we, uh, well, we've been going to stores recently, there's been no, like, issues. Because, like, sometimes Lou will just, like, yeah, casually good. say, like, good. well, that girl's taking a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's true, everybody's thinking it, but, like, we don't always gotta say it. Yeah, but, like, typically when people think it, I'll say it, but I'm getting better. Yeah, I think I'm getting so. better at time and place because... Getting, yeah, reading the room. Well, and because I've started to use my voice... Yeah. And I started to set boundaries with people. Right. And so I feel more confident and I feel heard and understood and I understand myself now. So I don't need that outside validation of like, hear me, let me speak. Right. I'm just like, it's all good. Right. You just kind of like stop caring and be for it. Yeah. It's it's really freeing. But it's cool. Just like, yeah. And so like with you being headstrong, I really think you've like, you flipped it in a way that really compliments you and works for you. Is it always just by you? 
We've literally never had the cats present while I filmed, but we're, we're trying it out. We're gonna try it out. So what about you? How would you describe yourself in one word? I would say I'm balanced. I think I was really unbalanced growing up. I was always an extremist. Like, and like- I can see that. You know, and now like, because I'm so driven, I do things to the extreme. Like when I take on like a career move, I really do push myself to like the highest degree. But now I've learned instead of like killing myself exhaust like into like ex exhaustion, I've learned to kind of balance myself out. Mm -hmm. Like me a couple years ago, because um, totally. For all who don't know me, I just opened up my first tattoo studio by myself. So I'm now a shop owner, which is like a huge thing. A business owner. Oh, it's so crazy. Um, and me a couple years ago, if I were to make this move then. I would have tried to literally do everything in like one day. Like I literally would have like stressed out if we couldn't finish everything back to back to back. I would have stayed there for like 24 hours to get everything done. But me being um, a revolved person or evolved person, um, I have been doing it over the period of a week. Um, even before I would like, I was kind of a people pleaser too, so I would like with the owner oh well, yeah, yeah. Even with the owner i wouldn't have been honest but like i was even honest with him like well i can't sign a light like at least for a couple weeks because i can't start paying rent until i can start working and i have all this stuff scheduled and i'm not going to drop my commitments just for this big move um and he, even like so like my first like two and a half weeks of rent were free just so because he wanted me to sign a lease because he wants yeah. me in there right and so it was really cool um because now that i'm living in my truth i can really see that he knows I'm not trying to take advantage of him, and other people aren't trying to take advantage of me because they're not trying to figure me out because I'm just being myself. Yeah. And when people don't have to try to figure you out, they can just see you for who you who you are. Then there's a lot less of like that misreading in the relationship. When you show up in your authentic. Yeah. Other people really appreciate that because they can see it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Like even this morning, like how you went for a walk. Yeah. Like that is like a I need new it. totally. Like part of you, not going for a walk, but like when you have a big project, yeah, that you like took the time to still do what you needed to do for yourself yeah. before just diving everything into going back to the shop and just starting right. all day. Like, because we still were there most all of day. the day, anyways. Yeah, we but it's like, but we both took time this morning, yeah, to take care of walks. ourselves. And he, like last night, I even made because like you know with all this stuff, like I'd be eating out typically more. Yeah. But I even, like, took the time last night to make lunch for today. So then I, because then I knew, like. Which was delicious. It, yeah, it was, it felt good to have, like, a home-cooked so meal. And plus, because we've been doing things in our own time, like, we're not stressed out. Like, me and Lou were talking about it, that things get so stressful, especially big, big, really big projects. But because we're really just, like, taking our time and just doing what we can with what we have and not rushing anything, it's just been super smooth. And we've been really just enjoying the process. Like, creating my shop has been a good yeah. experience for us. I would say it's been really, um, it's been, fun. It's been super fun. And, like, yeah. even Steph said, like, this would have been so stressful. Yeah. But, like, she was like, but you, like, helped make it fun. Like, it was fun for both yeah. of us to do. We work and really it was, well together. We do stuff. work really well. And it's it, nice. for me, I think, like, it was really, like, comforting having, like, your trust. To yeah. help do that process. Because it's hard. Yeah. That's, again, like, again, with me being unbalanced, it's, like, I, trust was, like, a huge thing for me. Like, I would just do it all completely by myself. Yeah. would not ask a single person for help, ever. And even to, like, have you in on the process, like, you're the only person I've ever trusted to really be there for my vision. Because, like, as an artist, it's just, it's hard to trust people because they want to change your vision to what they think looks good. And it's funny because, like, we were saying how my word, right, is, like... I'm a powerhouse, right? Yeah. I'm like I'm headstrong. But like when I I've been really good when I was helping Steph because yeah. it's not my vision, it's her vision. Yeah. And so it's been like it's been really fun to see like my growth that I have made because I was just able to be supportive. Yeah. It really inspired me because now like when she has a project she wants to work on, I can just do the same for her. She said I'll have to remind her. I literally told her, I was like, you need to remind me of like how supportive and great you were for me during this. So I do the same for you because like I can, as an artist, right? I'm for opinionated. Sure. And so it, it was just really nice. It was a really, it's been a really good experience. The shop's almost ready, which feels it's good. Beautiful. Thank you so, so much. And I like, even now, like 
when I was back in my Starbucks days, like if this was me opening up a new store, I would be stressed the fuck out because they put these deadlines on you. But because I'm working at my own pace and I know it's all going to come around in the next like week or so. But you probably got it done faster than you would if Uh, you had a deadline. Honestly, because I would, I, 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 because there was no pressure, I wasn't procrastinating in any capacity. I was like, let's just do it. Because I was like, I was just excited. So because I wanted, so I wanted to do everything, you know. (laughs) I didn't feel like I had to do anything. Yeah. Um, And having those extra weeks, especially free of like rent, really was like, it was what sold me on going there. So I was like, okay, well, now I have time to get my shit together so I can start making money. So yeah, yeah, I definitely balance. It feels good. Go us. We kill one of these things. (laughs) It's so good. Yes. Um, so how would you describe your past relationships in one word? Rough. Um, no, that's, that's not my word. <laughs> I would say that question. It is rough. That question's like, oof. Um, I would say unpredictable. Yeah. For sure. I totally think so. Um, specifically my last relationship, I always, and even like to him, would be like, I just want off this roller coaster. No, literally. Because I just never knew just if it was going to be, like, way up or, like, a, a freaking 60-foot drop or upside-down loop-de-loop. Like, yeah. it was just so unpredictable. And a lot of my relationships, and even friendships, I would say, and, like, even familial relationships have been unpredictable. Yeah. I, um, like, wholesomely, actually, for your yeah. whole life. For, for almost, I would say, like, historically Which makes all of sense them. why you've been kind of like a wild card. Yeah. Which I don't think you are now. I think you are much more, like, controlled in a way, like, within yourself. No, for sure. But that was why, like, I used to, like, not show up for people or not follow through with things because yeah. that's what was essentially, like, I saw in that's what you were everywhere taught. around me and in right. all of my close relationships and yeah. friendships. And, and then by doing that in your family relationships, then it attracts into your... Exterior relationships, yes. and then it's just like your whole life is consumed. Well, especially by that. like the unhealed parts of your childhood show up in your romantic relationships. I totally, totally agree with that. Like, if you don't heal yourself, then all of a sudden you realize, like, oh my gosh, I'm dating yeah. someone who like doesn't show up for me, no. like one parent, right. and who is like emotionally not stable for me like you know what I mean and it's just and there's a sense of comfort in that because of your familiarity but because you know the hurt that comes with that right (laughs) but being able to distinguish like warmth comfort versus like chaos chaos comfort comfort, right or like familiar comfort because I was I was in chaos yeah that's really like it wasn't it was uh, psychological. It was like an ego comfort. Yes. It wasn't like an intuitive comfort, you know? Totally. It wasn't. Because honestly, when I feel like before, maybe like in the beginning of my healing journey, the new relationships I would attract would make me like uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to receive love on that mm-hmm. level. And I didn't know, like, I just didn't understand, I guess, yeah. how someone could like feel the way they felt about me. Because I was never used to that. Like, I never grew up with that. I honestly, like, I'm having that experience right now. It's really hard. (laughs) With, like, the person that I'm seeing. Yeah. And, like, the fact that I can, like, be a crazy bitch and blow up at him for all these things. I mean, valid. I had some reasons behind blowing up, right? Right. But the fact that, like, even then he's like, well, nothing, my feelings for you haven't changed. Like, I'm still here. I still want to make this work. I still want whatever. And I've never had anybody, like you said, just accept me and love me for who I am. Even all of the shitty, unhealed parts that I'm still working through. Right. And then I can just be, like, super honest and even, like, mean sometimes, which I'm not... I'm trying really hard not to be. Um, but, like, it's granted. Yeah, but it's super... Around. Like you said, it's, like, it's weird. It makes you, like, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I'm not used to somebody who continuously loves me the same way. No. Regardless of how I show up, You're his love is the same. Yes. It, <laughs> <laughs> Hit the nail on the head Period. on that one. Yes, exactly. Because I'm used to, like I said, unpredictability in all my relationships. Yeah. So the fact that I can predict exactly how he's going to feel, even when I'm being crazy, is like, 
It's uncomfortable. It is. And I'm trying to get used to it. I'm starting, like, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, like, get used to that. Yeah. And I really want to, but, like, there's, like, that, the trauma part of you that reminds you, like, remember what happened last time? Yep. Or, like, remember when these people said right. those things, but then their actions, they did this? It's hard to, like, reset your stoplights. It really is. Because oh, it's, man. like, sometimes they'd be throwing up red lights. I'm like, wait, I don't think that's a red light. I think that's a trauma red light. Yes. It's not a real like, red light. I think that's, like, me not being able to read it the right way. Yeah. Because they're, they know how to set healthy boundaries, and I've never had somebody do that. So right. I'm like, well, they don't know how to. Or and you're you also know. someone who tends to move, like, pretty fast in relationships. Yes. Like, you go in, like, full force. Um, and I'm the polar opposite, right? Like, I move very slow. Um, at least with, like, serious dating relationships. <laughs> but, uh, whenever someone's moving at, like, a different pace than you, again, it's just, like, it's a boundary. And it, it can be very hard to, like, understand that. Yeah. Because, like, when you're just, like, ready to go, they're like, no, well, I have, I have these commitments, or I have this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, fuck. <laughs> but at the same time, like we talked about earlier, it's also really, like, freeing. Totally. To have someone that you know, like, hey... I really care about you. I'm going to see you. Like, we're going to make time. But I also get to, like, do my own thing. Which is hella nice. And, like, have my oh. own space. And, like, hang yes. out with Seth. And, like, I help. help you know what I mean? It's just, like, I've learned that that is, like, really important. Yeah. it all about balance. Yeah. It really, it is, it's really important to have a life outside of your relationship. Yes. Because you can't be a life partner with someone if you two share everything in your life. Yeah. Right? Because you have to have your own. You, you have to be yourself or else you'll just be invading each other's space, but you're not really like both going to be able to reach your full potential as individuals. And ultimately creating a life with someone, right, is always choosing yourself. <laughs> Ollie's so cute. He was trying to need me. I love that my um, cats are here. How would you describe your past relationships in one word? Intense. I... I'm not very trusting. Um, I've always been very trustworthy, but I For sure. really don't. I, I, I mean, I guess not even trusting, because I, I actually genuinely do trust the world very much. Like, I just trust things will work out for me and stuff. Um, but I have high walls. You trust up. the process, not necessarily right, the, the people. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's a good way to put it. Um, but I've always had pretty high walls up. So, anytime for me, like, Time just doesn't really matter, I guess. Like, I could feel more comfortable with someone based off their vibe that I met yes. 10 minutes ago more than I trust someone I've known for 10 years, right? For sure. Yeah, I can see that. And so for me, like, my relationships, um, even actually, especially romantic partners, are always really intense. Like, every, t like you know, like every situation yeah. I've been in um, has been very intense. Yeah. Um, because, and you know, it's very I'm, just, true. I'm very non-committal, um, and that, before that was not really the case, I was just like, I don't even, like, loosely dating, right? With like, but like, I was leading them on, and so now I'm very clear with like, okay, like, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I'm not, right? Um, but yeah, it's, ugh, even with like one of my exes, it was very- They are very intense. And they're very intense. They're short. I was gonna say, it's like they're like not like these super drawn out relationships. No. But yeah, like I get a lot from it in yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah. Like and, and it's because I'm always trying to just like find the best of myself. I'm always trying to grow and heal. But I'm also learning that like sometimes I need to like put the brakes down and just like smell the roses. For sure. And just enjoy the Because even like to be honest, I've never seen you quite so, like, fucked up as you were about this last one. Which one? Uh, yeah. Um, because it was emotionally so intense. Oh my god. It was so different. Yeah, I'm gonna just yeah. keep it real with you guys. Like, I hooked up with someone. It was so intense. And it was just, like, I don't know, like, I just... We were, like, vibing I shit over, it. like, messages. I could feel it when she was telling me about it, how yeah. intense it was. Well, because, like, we were vibing. Okay, so, like, anytime I've, like, hooked up with anybody, you know, it's always, like, fun. I like to have a good time, like, sexually. Like, I like to have a good time. Like, I like to have fun in the bedroom. Yeah. I don't like it to be this, like, serious, super romantic, romantic or serious. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like to, like, be able to, like, laugh and joke around and have a good time. Mm -hmm. 
But this last one, I mean, it, the encounter was completely like that. But I don't think either of us were expecting it to be as, like, deep as it was. Yeah. And then after, it was just, like, this, like, long-ass, like, conversation. And, like, pillows rocking. Like, that shit I've never done. So I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was, like, no, I really. like, my exes. But not, yeah. you know, like, not, like, someone I'm just, like, hooked up with. Not just, like, a hookup. Yeah. And you, I remember you saying, like, we're really vibing, like, before you met. Right. And, like in person and I was like well I feel like once you guys meet in person like it's really it's it has to just it's gonna be there yeah. and then all of a sudden she was like it was insane <laughs> like, yeah it was kind of it was like intense I don't know it was like looking into a mirror yeah like I've never found someone that was like so much like myself and I'm like you know I don't know if that's if it's gonna go anywhere but for me like relationships are just always like that whether it's yeah. a friendship or like a romantic encounter or like an actual like romantic relationship they're always very intense, which is why, like, I think I'm so cautious on putting both feet in because sure. I'm a very intense person. Like, I'm super fun and chill and go with the flow, but something in me always elicits people to bring out their dream, to, like, want to pursue the deepest version of themselves, and that can be very frustrating if you're not ready to do that. Yeah. And so I have to make sure I'm around the people who are ready to receive that because I'm not... I never push people in a, um, like a pushy way, but I'm always living so highly in my truth and so much for myself that just me being successful can rub people the wrong way. Totally. And it's like, like you were saying about like pushing people, it's like if you've ever played a sport before, right? Yeah. And there's like the, the captain of the team who's not super, like, in your face, right. but they lead by example, and so, like, they work hell of hard, which yes. makes everybody else on the team rise to the occasion yes. to try to work just as hard. That's hella true. Yeah. And I feel it in my inner circle. I mean, in a relationship, it's always been much more intense because it's more so with, like, men. Yeah. They always want to be, like, one-up the provider, right? Yeah. And so, like, a successful woman can be very, like, hard for them. And I get that because huh. it's just, like, history yeah. right like that's just their expectations for the world um and i know it's like naturally men are dominant like naturally that's like the essence of their being um just by like their build so i have no issue with that but it's hard because i'm such a go-getter and i'm just so like about me and about doing what makes me happy it definitely causes some turmoil for sure in relationships roommates it's always an issue well, and it's always when you're so sure of yourself. They all question me. People, yeah. They all do. Which is funny because the people who question me are always the ones that I have, like, no direction in life. Don't have the fruits that I'm looking for. Like, they're always the ones that Can't are super unsure. Can't give you a why behind right? what they're doing. And the people who don't question me are the ones who just trust my opinion of myself. Yeah. And it, everything always has worked out for me. It always has. Because well, I just don't listen to other people. Ever. I was going to say, and even if it doesn't work out the way that you thought it would, you still make it work. Yeah. No, so literally. Like it doesn't matter. Like, losing my roommate during COVID and, like, yeah. having no fucking idea how I'm going to pay rent and shit. Like, look at, okay, now I live in a two-bedroom apartment alone. got a guest bedroom. It's dope as fuck. Yeah, you're like, Worked sweet. it out. And just, just opened open up your own shop. Just opened up my own <laughs> shop. Just bought a brand new car. Like, living. <sighs> things just have a way of working themselves out, big. man. It's freaking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, I went on a tangent. It's all good. Uh, how would you... That's what you... we're here for. <laughs> Period. How would you describe your parents in one word? Emotional. Oof. Um, and I don't mean that in any, like, negative... No. I mean, maybe I do, like, a smidgen. Yeah. But, like, I'm not saying that, like, emotions are bad or anything. Right. Um, I would say from one parent, like... There was a lot of emotions that were hidden and yeah. not shown. Yeah. But, like, when it came to loving me, they always were able to be really vulnerable and, you know, loved me the best that they could. Yeah. With my, like, another, the other parent, I would say that the emotions are at times, like, not controlled. Yeah. Like, there's so too they're just like they just they don't have a grasp yeah on their emotions um and I mean I think a lot of that comes from like unhealed parts of them yeah like if you don't do the work to heal yourself then 
your emotions are out of whack, you're in chaos. You don't know how to express yourself. And it just reflects out into the world. And it just reflects out into the world. Because your inner being always radiates out. So. It totally does. Because even in what I like... <laughs> I've been trying to reflect back on some positive things from my past relationship, even though it was, you know, abusive and, and pretty terrible at times. <laughs> um, I've been trying to reflect back on, on just thinking about, like, the things that I learned and how I grew... Um, and one of the things was that he helped me to not be so, um, outwardly emotional about things. Like he helped me learn how to like, when we were, not at the end, but when we were first together, um, helped me to like, like, why are you crying about that? Like, that's not a big deal. And it was because that was modeled for me by one of my parents. Right. <laughs> was, like, crying in those type of situations. Because it gets you, like, you get away with things. Yeah. Or, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I don't ever want to manipulate people by crying. Like, that was say, not... Maybe that's why I don't cry. That was not my... Interesting. Like, end goal in it. I just am right. trying to express my emotions. But he helped me realize, like, it's okay to be upset, but, like, we still need to talk about it. Crying for manipulation so, is huge. Yeah. Yeah, so finding, like, the words that. to be able to express myself was super cool because I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. But I've learned, like... To tone it back. To tone it back and to to be more authentic right. in the way that I express them. Well, yeah, I feel like when you express them authentically, then they, the, like, the energy behind it, it radiates a lot harder mm -hmm. and people can feel it a lot deeper. Yeah. Like, because, okay, so, like, I, I genuinely never cry, right? Like, I, you've probably seen me cry a handful of times, but we grew up together, so even then, that's, like, not enough. Accurate. Shelly cried when she was really little. Yeah, I to just... To get away, to get out of getting in trouble. No, literally, it was manipulative. <laughs> but that's why, like, I'm reflecting, like, damn, I didn't know yeah. I was, like, manipulative. But, like, makes sense. Yeah. But even now, like, I, the last year I've probably cried the most I have in, like, four or five years. Yeah. And it, I lost where I was going. <laughs> what is it? I forget. Crying. I know, crying. But you don't cry very much. Oh, but like, I think now, because like now when I do cry, even when I was in high school, um, I was working at a job and I was basically like moving out of my parents' house and we had some like stuff going on. Um, and so my word for my parents is like forgivable, right? Because um, we just had a lot of like turmoil and there was just a lot that wasn't balanced in our household mm -hmm. and I have no hate for my parents you guys, you guys already know like I don't hold grudges I've talked about on these episodes before um but it was really hard for me to kind of deal with all of that while I was in like just this toxic situation and my parents I always felt like kind of favored my brothers mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me because then like I would compare myself to them and then I would just, like, be down on myself. And I was always trying to do things to, like, win their validation or win them over. And so I started working literally when I was, like, 16. And that was the job that I ended up working at, like, throughout high school. And even the job I stayed at when I moved out of my parents' house for the first time when I was 17. And I went back and forth for years. <laughs> back and forth in high school. Yeah. Like, it was, like, month here, month there, whatever. And then once I turned 18, I was, like, out, out. Um, but I remember, like, I walked into my job one day. And I just, like, you know, like, you just hear those days where, like, if someone just, like, says a word to you in a tone. Breathes wrong around you. Just you fucking, you're just, you're just, boom, like, shat. You know, it was just, like, waterworks. And so, one of the owners, um, she was talking to me. She's also, like, the manager. Because they're, like, a small family business. And she was saying something. And literally, like, tears just, like, started gushing down. And I was just, like... I gave her a glimpse of what was going on in my life, um, because I didn't, you know, like, even my walls have always been up pretty big until the last couple years, and she started crying, and then, like, the time I cried, for like, the only time I've cried in front of my friend Victoria, she started crying, and Nalani always cries, so if I isn't cry in front that, of her, she starts crying. But isn't that, it's such a, I don't know what word... We probably don't have, like, a good word in English to describe <laughs> it. True. Um, but, like, the feeling of comfort that you get when someone else sits in your pain with you. Yeah. Because it's so true. Like, at work, when I told my two of my coworkers that my grandma was was dying. Yeah. 
I started crying talking about it, and the two of them literally stood in the office with me and cried. Like, full-on cried with me. And it was like, no words they could have said would have made me feel any amount of comfort, but just having someone that can sit and recognize your pain and feel it with you and just be there to be like, I don't know what to say, but like, this is... This is what we're doing. Yeah, it's it's such a beautiful it's such a weird feeling. It is. It, it's so like uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm so have to crazy. look up a word for that. Well, that's I think maybe that's why like crying was always a manipulation thing for me as a kid and maybe that's why like I cried a lot when I was a kid. I cried a lot. And I always joke, the like, brothers, I cried. The brothers. Yeah, the brothers always be freaking. The brothers? Off. It was always the brothers' fault. They always be doing something. <laughs> they still be pissing me off, too. But, you know, I would I would cry. I always, like, joke, like, I cried so much as a kid. I don't got to do that as an adult. <laughs> Which isn't true. Crying yeah. is totally a healthy release. But it's really hard to really learn how to do it. Right. And even until, like, you know, a lot of shit will hit me, and I'm the I just... I get quiet when, like, I'm in, like, going through shit, and I just hermit crab my life away, and just, yeah. like, I'm just gonna hide. Yeah. Um, but learning, like, honestly, learning this, like, forgiveness part, it's brought a lot, like, me and my parents' relationship is really good now. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, there's things that still really upsets me about them, but being able to just move past the shit with them, and know, like, at the end of the day... If my parents gave me everything they gave my brothers, then I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Yes. And my life is abundant, and just because my parents didn't give me that abundance doesn't mean I don't have it. Yes. Because I deserve it, and I attracted it. You manifested Um, it. You created it. I manifested it, it, right. And it it feels so good that it came from within, and I can say, like, I have that my brothers don't. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're abundant in different ways, but I'm really happy with the person I am, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm really living for my authentic self, and I like my mindset. Um, and my, all my brothers have very similar mindsets and their mindsets just don't align with me and my personal values. So if anything, like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like I don't have what they have because I really like what I have. Right. You're like, I like the person. And I really like my life. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. For sure. Interesting. Right. I know. It's finally come to realizations as we're talking. Oh, so wild. Um, how would you describe your life in one word? I would say repair. Okay, I like it. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of, of hurt in my life. Yeah, you have. Um, and so I feel like I've, I've, <laughs> I've always been like healing myself and finding ways to repair. Right. Um, but it's just like... You know, like when you break a bone. Yes. And then afterwards, it's like, it's stronger. Yes. And so it's just like, that's how I've really felt in my life. Like, I've constantly been having to repair myself. Yes, you have. But it's brought me to a place where I really value healing. And I mean, I think the main reason even behind this podcast, right, why we wanted to start it, is like my vision for it was to create a space that invited people to heal. Yeah. Because it's such, it's a really intense process. Yeah. It's a very long journey. Like I said, I feel like I've been doing it my entire life. So it's something that doesn't ever really stop. Yeah, it's a, it's a constant it just, journey because I'm always evolving. Easier. Exactly, mm-hmm. it gets easier. And, and I've had to repair myself too from my like unhealthy coping mechanisms right. at times. Yeah, that I feel I've like at some done. point we kind of like we stop learning what we need to heal, and we just learn like how to maintain the habits of what we use to continually heal. Yes, you know. And instead of like even like last week, last weekend, I went through like a really it was intense. A, it was intense. It was a milestone, my first milestone that I've gone through from my past relationship and all of a sudden it like hit me like a ton of bricks and memories and what could have been and it was just not necessarily what could have been but yeah all the memories and then you start thinking about the hurt (laughs) and and the trauma and you know like geez where the hell did it go from 
I love you to like I can't stand you like how did it get from that to that yeah. um but I gave myself a lot of grace yeah while I was feeling those feelings and I legitimately like out loud told myself like it's okay this is part of the healing and that was like enough to give myself grace to be like, bitch, if you want to go eat ice cream for dinner, go that's nuts. totally fine. Like, we're not doing this every night, but like, if you need to go do that tonight, it's all good. Speaking You're out loud really helps. Yeah. Like, really like vocalizing it like out loud into the air. There's just so much power in words. Even like I was telling you that thing I was listening to the other day yeah. that was talking about how like when you're stuck in one thought process and you can't get something out of your mind or like you're not able to like process what you're thinking. Yeah. If you literally just make noises like, ah, or like, some shit. like just noise out loud. Yeah. It's part of like the trauma from when you were an infant and not able to process things but you were able to make noises like that. So if you make noises like that, it like, there's a part of your brain that it like trips. That's so wild. I know, it's so crazy. Mark Rose described it way better than me. Life hacks. But it was like really cool. And I've tried it a couple times and it's hell of true. And it's insane that like, that's all you gotta do? See, that's why I always fucking scream when I'm like, Yes. Do it like I'm just like, can't think about "Ah!" It's like that meme I saw that was like, I just saw a little girl scream in the middle of an aisle at a grocery store and turn around and say, okay, now I'm better. And I felt that. <laughs> it's like, it's hella true. You just gotta let it go. Yeah. But it's, it's true. It's just really important, I feel like, when you're in, like, your repairing process, when you're in your healing journey, that you do, like, show yourself grace when it's needed. Right. But don't make it an excuse for doing unhealthy things. Right. I completely agree with that. Because, um... Because then you have to repair more. <laughs> right. Show yourself grace. Because, yeah. To the extent, to the beginning of the healing period, but then you need to buckle down and let yourself heal. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you describe your life in one word? I would say progressive. Mm-hmm. I think um, because of my circumstances, I was always trying to, like, level up in life. Mm-hmm. And so, no matter what like job I did, your worth. yeah. Mm-hmm. And no matter what job I did, or what activity I've done, like I, I always go all out for it. And I think me truly being progressive is me realizing that I can't achieve the height of everything at once. Like I have to take a step back, and like you have to look at the whole staircase. Yeah, <laughs> literally, like looking yeah. at like even like instruments. I have four different instruments in my house. I can play the... I can play the ukulele the best, for sure. Yes. Right? The other three I, like, kind of know. I know enough I can play, like, a handful of songs, but I can't, like... You know, I can't, like, go off into some, like... Better than my, like, one song, Smoke on the Water. Literally. literally. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I've realized that in order to truly be progressive in, like, one thing... You have to kind of divide your focus. So, like, my music can't be my hobby that fulfills me in the, like, validation part of my life I need. My music has to be what fulfills me in, like, my emotional side. Like, it's my release. It's what relaxes me. And so I stop taking the pressure of, like, I have to be the best at this. I have to get this. I have to, like, be the number one ukulele in the world. Yeah. And instead, I just do what feels natural and feels good. Well, and you do the ukulele for you. Yep. Yeah. And so being, like, super... Now, now that's why, like, I guess now I feel progressive, because before my thought of me being, like, progressive was me being the height of everything, me number one. And now I feel like it's much more, like, being able to understand the balance of things and still continue to take steps forward. So, like, I'm still advancing in my career. I'm still leveling up in life. I'm just doing it in a way that's not stressing me out and me just having to be the best at every activity. And that feels really good. Because I think this is a new wave of thinking. I think people yeah. are not settling for just having one job for the rest of their lives. I think people are now realizing like, you have to have like a hobby and a grind and a hustle. Like you can't just do one thing. I was just gonna say, how many businesses have come out of COVID? 
literally like people creating their dreams because now they're at home and they had time right to focus on what genuinely makes them happy and their passion and how does it feel like my mom she's a runner and she like and i get my a lot of my extremist stuff from her because she's very she's the same way very driven totally and she's a runner honestly anybody who works out that i know has huge medical issues right like they work out so hard into this such a high extremity like my brother's back has like serious issues now for the rest of his life my mom has like plantar fascias tendonitis some bullshit plantar fasciitis i have it too yeah right it's the worst goddamn because, thing in the whole world because you, it's such, but it's from pushing yourself your right body. it's because you're trying to be so like progressive and so great yes. in something but if we would just take the time to just find some balance and just do those things for like fun like run to what it feels good. Don't just run because you're trying to get like more miles and more miles and more miles. Or because you're trying to like lose all this weight. Right. Or like achieve a certain like. Right. Or like look a certain way for other people's right. approval. Which is exactly why I don't burn myself out tattooing and I don't yeah. tattoo these crazy long hours all the time and do all this extra shit. And that's why I do things like the podcast or play instruments because when I tattoo a hundred percent full time, that's all I do. It is so tedious. It fucks up my hands. Yeah. And I know... Well, yeah, it's draining. Right, and people... And I know there's plenty of people who are about their bag, and they're like, well, why don't you just do this, this way, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's not your life. Yeah. I've gotten this far because I've trusted myself. Yeah, a big thing me and Steph have been talking about lately is, like, people that offer advice or opinions. It's not When... Like, we didn't ask. No. I didn't even, like, share shit with you. Like, you're just coming at me with that opinion. Like, if I'm sharing something with you... It's because I want you to be excited for me. Right. I don't want you to ask questions or tell me what you think about it or, like, tell me what might go wrong with it. Like, I just want you to be excited with me. No, literally every single person um, in my inner circle has asked me how much, besides you, has asked me how much my rent is for the shop. Every single one. And, like, to me, like, that's none of my fucking business. That's rude, right? I think so, too. I'm like, you are making a decision for you. And I support you regardless. Right. And so I just want to help you How can I make help? your vision come to life. Yeah. I don't need to know the cost behind it though. Right. That's not my business. No. That's your like that's what you can worry about. I don't and if you it. ever feel the need to share that with me, that's because you felt comfortable to or because we were having a conversation about something. Right. But it's not ever something like when someone gets a new car and like we were talking about this. Yes. And the first thing people ask is like, Well, how much are your monthly payments? That's none of your fucking business. Like, what? Like is that I don't I still get it. I don't and I don't like, get why how that. Excited about my car? That's what I'm saying. And I don't get how that is. Like that would that's never in my thought process. Like you said, I didn't ask you because that's not something. Number one, it's not my fucking business. But right. number two, like, I just love you. And you genuinely don't care. Genuinely don't care. Because you know I'm gonna be successful. So why did like, I know you're gonna be successful? Right. And I know you wouldn't do anything without thinking it through. Yeah, and without being me. able to be prepared for it, like right. it just doesn't make any sense. And so it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't question anybody on that because it's like, well, you're making your own choices, and I'll be there to support you regardless. Yeah, I'm just here to be your support system. Yeah, yeah. Pick and choose your support, who you want to support wisely, for real. Because then you won't feel a pressure to ask those kind of questions. It's very true. <laughs> on period. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Either. No, it really doesn't. How would you describe your dreams in one word? Confident. I love that. Um, I think I'm, I'm on the right path. I, I mean, my dreams have always, like to me, they're like, huge dreams but they're not really that big like (laughs) I want like a partner who loves me I want to build a family with somebody I want to be a mom I want to be a foster mom yes I want to open a safe space for people to come to yeah and be able to feel community, yeah. feel loved, feel cared about, feel heard, feel understood. Yeah. Um, a place where people can just be the, their authentic selves and no one's judging them. They're just love. Yep. Um, 
which in my mind I always thought like oh maybe I'll have like a woman's shelter right or like you know like I always thought like or like a pregnancy help center yeah or like I always had like those kind of thoughts but recently me and Steph have been talking about <laughs> like the possibility of opening like a cafe or something yeah and like when she's like ready to expand her tattoo shop and then like we have like a cafe that's like right next door or like within it where it's just a place where people can come show up feel loved feel supported feel listened to um and i'm super confident that like it's not like my dreams are going to happen tomorrow but i feel like i'm definitely on the right path and especially since i started like living in my authentic self and like you said like speaking up for myself now that I found my voice yeah and doing it in like a positive way and a constructive way because I'm just voicing like my needs and my wants in relationships and so it's really like helped me to align with like my most authentic self and so all the things that I've always like dreamed of are like starting to happen and I'm starting to see like glimpses of like what you wanted possibilities of what things could look like and like how I'm able to create them and like I'm even like starting to like research things about like oh well how do I become a foster mom yeah like what are the steps you take and like just those small things make me feel really confident that my dreams are close yeah it's gonna happen for me they're reachable yeah it's totally a great deal it makes me excited I'm excited. <laughs> I know. I love it. I'm gonna be part of them. So I'll fuck it. I'm totally, here. because the cafe we talk about all row. the time now. Like we we've talked happen. about it several times in the last yep. like week because it's literally like it's gonna happen. It's our dream. I am such a creature of habit, so it's really helpful for me to be around somebody like Steph who pushes me and <laughs> like helps me think about things in a different way, like even earlier. <laughs> Today I was trying to do a project at the shop, <laughs> and the way the way that like I decided to measure like in between something, I like folded it in half and totally like fucked up a letter on it. It was like sticky. It was so like she, sticky. So instead of folding the like non-adhesive side, yeah, she folded I folded the adhesive, the adhesive side because in my mind, right, like it goes. That's the way the words go. So I was folding it, right. and Stephanie's like, "Why don't you just fold it the other way?" And I'm like. God, I hate that my brain like doesn't even doesn't even think outside of the box like, sometimes. Oh. And my like, brain lives outside is, the box. Yes. So, it works out. so it's really helpful for me to be around her because she pushes me to think different and to like I still expand. Think I, have a brain. I think I just have a heart. <laughs> it pushes me to like expand my thought process on things or being like, oh damn, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to way overcomplicate that. I mean, it's understandable though. Because, like, that's just how, like, you're just a precise person. It's very true. You know? So, like, that's just naturally you. It's kind of nice, though. I like that how we balance each other out. It's very true. You help. You push me. it feels good. You push me. Because humans need each other. Like, I don't want to change and be less outside the box. I just want to attract people that are opposite of me. So, like, we can collaborate. Because that's a doper experience than me just doing everything alone. It's so true. We collaborate so good. Oh, it's a really good experience for us. How would you describe your dreams in one word, Steph? I would say, oh my god, it's one eleven. Can we just yes, the fact that we're talking about dreams at one eleven? Wow. Um, I'm really miss like synchronicities, so like bear with me. <laughs> um, but I would describe my dreams as warm. Um, I feel like honestly, I feel like I'm like presently kind of living in them, but my dream is always just to live present. Like, that's, like, it, it's always been, like, the one that, like, really stuck with me. Um, because it's so easy for me to get lost in some, like, bullshit and get, like, lost from conversations and not live in the moment. And even now, like, especially now that my time is so precious to me and it's pulled in so many directions, it's nice, like, me and you having this time and this space, it's, it really, it's so warm for me and it fulfills me because... Sometimes we have conversations throughout the day, but, like, our conversations are always very deep. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, like, my attention span just can't always stick with it or I don't catch everything yeah. because then I have, like, 12 text messages and then, like, another <laughs> alert and then, like, my email's blowing up and then I have, like, 35 fucking DMs so and I'm true. just like, holy fuck, like, it's very popular. like, stop talking to me for, like, a day. <laughs> and so I'm trying to learn, like, my boundaries with them, too. Um, or just learning when to turn on Do Not Disturb. 
Um, unfortunately, today I needed it off because I need. I was waiting for a phone call, so I had to leave like my phone on. Um, but seeing all those notifications and stuff really stressed me out. So it's nice that we have this, so I can be present because it. I don't know. It just makes me feel like warm and gushy inside. And when we get to like look back on this and listen to it. And even in like 20 years, like maybe we'll stop podcasting at some point, but it'll be really cool to be able to like look back on this and kind of like hear love notes from our younger self. It's so true. All of our one word answers. Hope my kids don't listen. Do the same episode. Talk about some raunchy shit on here. They can't We're be doing that. Our kids can listen. Boundaries. Anytime they hear the word mom don't listen, that applies to children too. <laughs> right. Don't listen. No, don't listen to this. None your business. <laughs> yeah. Mind yours. Period. Um, yeah. But let us know what you guys would use. Like, let us know the words yeah. that you just use to describe your life. Yeah. When we were asking the questions, what words did you think of? Yeah. I'm really curious. Oh I'm God. super curious. I also really like. So at my shop, I have like um like dream boards. That I have people, like, it's a new thing, um, but they're going to, like, write their dream on a canvas. Me and Lou did it today because we were the first tattoos in the shop. But I'm really curious what other people's dreams are. Yeah. And maybe I can even bring a canvas here sometime and once it's filled up and yeah. we can read them. Because I just, oh, I just feel like when you're able to, like, write it somewhere or just put it on paper or just have it live somewhere, yeah. then, like, you're already starting to make that dream a possibility for you. It's so true. You're, you're, like, manifesting it. You're putting it out into the world. Mm-hmm. So, just present that. email us. Yeah. Or, like, write DM. it. Write it and take a picture of it and send us the yeah. picture. DM us. Let us know what your dream is. Instagram, whatever. But yeah, what let us know. What you think of? Let us know your dream. Let us know what words you think of. Because we're here for it all. Because um, we want, yeah. Room. We want to be a safe space for you and we want to listen. Yeah. Community is a huge part of Lou's dream and definitely for my dream. Um, to even just going in the podcast, right? Yeah. We just want people to feel warm and comfortable and welcome, so. Yeah. Please let us know. So remember to use your voice. Now Pepper wants to add in. And Pepper said, yeah, Pepper, use your voice, people. Speak. <laughs> she said, mm. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you for being here with us. Yes. We love you. We'll catch you next week. We will see you next week. All right.